I'm Amy, and welcome back to our podcast. This week, we'll be serving you a little dose of Astrology 202. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 202, yeah. This is probably the podcast you skip to because you just want to find your sign and just yeah. listen to it, which is fair. I do that all the time. I'm like skipping through. The- I'm on TikTok <laughs> and I'm just like, get to the Scorpio one, get to the Scorpio one. Yo, I have the luxury of being an Aries, yes. so it just pops up first and I'm like, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's why that's a perfect segue on that note. We're uh-huh. going to start with Aries because Aries is the first sign. Yeah. So Aries is a fire sign. Mm-hmm. Aries is very often described as like the baby of the zodiac. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had astrology also described as like every sign relates to seven years, that sort of thing. So Aries would start at the age of zero mm-hmm. and go to the age of seven. So they're very childlike and bubbly and like curious. Mm-hmm. Um, but largely they're just loud. <laughs> yeah. And they're good leaders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I find with Aries is they're kind of like the trailblazers. Mm-hmm. Um, because what Jade said, like, you know, they're the first sign in the zodiac. If you go by like, the life stages, they're the first born. Mm-hmm. So they are kind of thrust into this leadership role. But we, I do find with like a lot of Aries that they love it and they mm-hmm. crave it and mm-hmm. they want it. They want to be the first and the best in whatever they're interested in. So if you're into law, you want to be you know, you want your name up there, you want to be in the history books, you want to, you know, take the path less traveled and make it your own. Yeah. Um, and you got a lot of tenacity and fire yes, and passion and drive, and drive uh-huh. to do it. Um, <laughs> the funniest thing I found in regards to the arts, uh, usually when someone's in Aries, I kind of always relate to them and be like, Oh, so you're a director. Mm-hmm. Just like the nice way of being like, okay, I, I see you. It's like you like to be in charge. <laughs> you like to be in charge, mm-hmm. right? I think of, you know, Queen Monster, Lady Gaga. Mm. Mom. Yes, literally. <laughs> uh, like, look at her. Seriously. Look at her freaking trailblazer. Mm-hmm. Her tenacity, like her vision, her like drive. Like I was watching a video of one of the backup dancers in the Perfect Illusion music video. And she was talking about just her energy on set was so like creative and in it that at one point she was getting so frustrated because like the DOP couldn't like wasn't understanding her vision mm-hmm. that she literally took the camera and started filming it herself dude that is so aries <laughs> yeah like one woman powerhouse sort of thing mm-hmm. this is kind of gonna sound bad but i would almost equate aries to being like forest fires mm-hmm. like it's that one impulsive decision that just literally like sets the rest of the trail for them yeah mm-hmm. so they're also very impulsive yeah. Very, yeah. very, like, act now, think later. Mm-hmm. And it plays into that childlike nature, too, because mm-hmm. it's the thing of, like, kids have no filter. Yeah. They don't care no, what's definitely. going on. Exactly. And Aries has no filter. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. So I just, like, I don't know, when I think of Aries, I always think they're, like, so fiery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, the, the fire is interesting as well because, like, we think of fire as, like, very bold, but it also has, like, those those calming and warming qualities. Mm -hmm. And that's also what I find is what makes Aries good leaders is because like they're, they're a bit more on the sensitive side Mm -hmm. for sure because they're the babies. I feel like they don't like showing it. Yeah, absolutely. They're they're very sensitive, but they're very like, that didn't bother me. I'm going to mask this. That didn't bother me. You can't affect me. But that, that sensitivity gives them more of an empathetic quality as a leader too, which is great. And because of that fire, like they're able to sort of warm and motivate the people around them. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that's a good thing too. Cause like 
that's the best kind of leaders we want is the ones who can mm-hmm. lead and you know ignite that fire within yeah. everyone that's why they're so successful mm-hmm. yeah so sorry if i yell i'm just an aries <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i'm trying to think if there's anything else i think that's the overall yeah gist i find of aries mm-hmm. yeah moving on mm-hmm. to the second sign taurus which is an earth sign yeah it's the bull I find Tauruses are very much the homebodies, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They very much love, like, the simple things in life. Yeah. They love creating things. They love working with their hands. They're mm-hmm. very, like, like I said, hands-on. Um, the one thing I do find with Tauruses, though, is they're very bad at communicating. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just the fact of, like, they are so to themselves at times yeah. that they find it hard to express their emotions or find the words to do it. Um, a lot of the Tauruses I know just, like, don't even know how to, like, sit there. Like, especially when it comes to romantic feelings. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of Tauruses in relationships don't even know how to say I love you because they're so scared to or they, like, yeah. can't say it or they're just like, I don't know what I'm feeling. Like, I don't know. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, Taurus often gets a bad reputation for being lazy Mm -hmm. and I really think that it's just a thing of like they just don't know how to express themselves so sometimes it gets overwhelming and then they stop trying yes yeah Taurus also apparently has like a very sensual side to it too Mm -hmm. um yeah I don't really know much more about that but yeah yeah no it's Mm -hmm. they definitely like a dynamic they're kind of fly under the radar yes I find The sneak attack sign. <laughs> yeah, very much so. And, like, even mm-hmm. when you look at the broad earth signs, like, in relation to Capricorn and Virgo, like, Capricorn and Virgo will get to it, but they're so, like, in your face. Mm-hmm. Not always in bad ways, but, like, they're just, they make themselves known in rooms, while I feel like Tauruses are completely fine and just, like, they're sliding in and sitting down and kind of just doing their own thing. Like, they don't really have to interact with others. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very to themselves, I find. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So go Taurus. Go Taurus. I do. I've been finding I like a lot more Tauruses now. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That used to be one of the signs that you're like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about them. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting better. And that was solely because I found communication was always an issue. But, Mm -hmm. you know, we've grown. We love learning and growing. I mean, Tauruses. (laughs) Can we talk about our sweet talk and tweet king, Noah Centineo? God. I know. Oh, God. What was some of his tweets even like? <laughs> Remember, it is not what we have done for others, but what we do for others that... It's some, 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 what? Like, yeah. And that's the thing where it's like, I honestly, like, there is such a depth to him. Like, you can tell watching interviews, like, he loves reading. He reads with his dad. Like, mm-hmm. he's very much a homebody, but also loves socializing. But yeah. you can tell that he's, like, so rooted mm-hmm. in, I want to grow. I want to be this version of myself. Mm-hmm. Um... But just sometimes he talks and you're like, it sounds deep. Uh-huh. I don't know if it's me not understanding. Like, I don't know if, like, you just are on this another plane of existence that uh-huh. I'm not understanding or if you just actually don't make sense. Jeez, yeah. And, like, Noah Centineo is also a very good example of, like, being able to hear an earth sign just yes. by the way that they talk. Like, the, the timbre of their voice sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that I would almost say that like if we were looking for an earth like metaphor for a Taurus I would call them gardens mm-hmm. like they they do like the the finer things and like like they like to be presentable sort of thing but there's they're very rooted in that Taurus have that reputation of being stubborn and like 
gardens are hard to maintain, dude. Yeah, first uh, first hand experience. I've killed a cactus. <laughs> yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, like yeah, that's Taurus. Now we're going into the next sign. Gemini. Yes, Gemini. I feel like is the poster child for astrology. I'm not gonna lie. I remember Gemini just having like the worst reputation yeah. when like. I knew the littlest bit about astrology. Everyone was just like, ugh, we hate Geminis. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh. They get shit on so much. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of funny because I find that, like, Gemini is the one I always have to defend because if I'm reading someone's chart and I'm like, oh, you have Gemini, they immediately, like, Like, this is their chart and they get so insulted. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, no. And I always, I find I always have to break down Mm -hmm. the constructions and the, the myths around it. Oh, I know a lot of wonderful Geminis. Yeah, I actually yeah. love Geminis. They're so nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, air sign. Yeah. Our first air sign. Mm-hmm. Gemini's really bad rep is that they're two-faced because mm-hmm. it is the sign of the twins sort of thing. Um, but what we have been finding a lot in recent years is that it can also mean that Geminis just see the world in like more ways than just one like everything's not black and white to them they yeah. see all the shades of gray and all of that yeah like i find it's a duality uh like don't get me wrong there are some shady as fuck gemini's mm-hmm. like i find there are some people that are very two-faced but that could be for any sign mm-hmm. what i find when they relate to the twins within gemini it's kind of what jade said that there there is the duality to them whether it's how they perceive the world i also find that they tend to have two different sides of themselves that are very drastic yes and they switch between the two Mm -hmm. which isn't necessarily two-faced it could be as simple as i act when i trust someone i act this way Mm -hmm. and then when i don't trust someone i put up walls and i act a different way yeah and i very have the binary of like i sort you immediately into who i trust who i don't trust Mm -hmm. that could go into you know personal life of like when I'm professional, when I'm a business yeah. person, I'm this person. When I'm off the clock, I am a completely different person. Mm-hmm. Or it could just be the fact that they're really good. Like, Gemini's, I find, are so intellectual. is such a big yes. part of their side. And communication, that it honestly could just be the fact of um, they are able to see both sides to everything. Mm-hmm. They see the duality in every argument, every action, like, the yin and yang kind of aspect of it. Yeah, it's like they already have an intrinsic sense of both of those. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Kanye West is the definition of a Gemini, Mm -hmm. which there's probably people listening to this that are screaming right now, and there's probably people that are like, yeah, that makes sense. Yo, not all Geminis are that bad. Yeah, I think he's just having a bad year. Yeah, yeah, but honestly, like, he does have a lot of very Gemini-esque qualities. Take Take aside his mental illness, like, he already is, like, this creative genius within himself, um but he has a duality within that right Mm -hmm. where he's he's such a loving husband and father and cares so much for his family and you know is very like turn off the spotlight Mm -hmm. cue the paparazzi video of like good morning kanye fuck you (laughs) (laughs) right i mean to be honest if they showed up at my house at four in the morning i would feel that too but um (laughs) and then on the flip side he is such a performer Mm -hmm. he like monologues for 10 minutes at his performance on auto tune yeah like He'll that is sit Gemini. there and like soak in the crowd's applause sort of thing like mm-hmm. he loves that kind of attention yeah but like paparazzi no no no, no. go die yeah <laughs> yeah no definitely i think that gemini's are like like the heating system in a house <laughs> sort of thing <laughs> like there's there's the the hot air and there's the cold air sort of thing and that is that duality but also it's like a lot of the times they're on auto regulate mm-hmm. so it's like they respond with hot or cold or like turn off whenever they feel and Mm -hmm. whatever like 
they sense that the room feels Mm -hmm. and it's that charisma factor as well yeah and how many times have you either been in the depths of winter or in the pits of summer Mm -hmm. and you relied on your ac unit or heating exactly or that moment when you like walk through the door and you can feel it right away and it's exactly what you needed Mm -hmm. that is literally the effect the gemini's have yeah like oh you like my personality thanks i made it special for you yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 100%, yeah and yeah. and that is the thing too with gemini's is like that duality of you do see a lot of like they can present whatever they want because yeah. the other side of it is just who they are to themselves mm-hmm. yeah no definitely and i find like both sides of them are who they are like they feel mm-hmm. like they're being authentic mm-hmm. and they're not really being two-faced unless you are one of those two-faced gemini's <laughs> yeah you can turn it on turn it off yeah i have seen some really good gemini's that are really two-faced that mm-hmm. are really good at turning it on and mm-hmm. off but i don't know why like i don't know if this is just like intuition but you can always tell though yeah like you can always kind of read it off them and you're like oh yeah whatever it is what it is mm-hmm. yeah and then we have Cancer, which Aww. is our first water sign. <laughs> cancer is also described as one of those homebody signs. Yeah. It's the, it's the crab. <laughs> yeah, cra- yeah. so think crab. Think hard shell, soft insides. Mm-hmm. So sorry, I just thought of like the little crab with, walking around with the knife like they're having to stab <laughs> people because that's Cancers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, Ariana Grande, definitely for Cancer. I mean, she even says it herself. Mm-hmm. She's just like, my very thing is like when I see her do acceptance speeches and she like starts getting emotional and she's like, oh, I'm not, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to stop crying. That's disgusting. Like she always is just like, Aww. I'm not going to cry. Sorry. That's gross. Ew. And like, you can just kind of tell and like, she's been through so much. This girl is so strong, but yeah, it's just that whole cancer thing where like she feels so deep mm-hmm. and definitely probably goes home and cries a lot but like doesn't want to show it in public like she and it you can tell with her is because she doesn't want to burden other people like Mm -hmm. she feels like by crying she's putting it onto someone else and so she's very like no i will deal with it i can't i know i can't handle myself i've done it before cancers because they you know feel so much and they don't like showing it because it it is a thing it's a hard world Mm -hmm. you can't realistically wear your heart on the sleeve every single day for every single hour Mm -hmm. so they kind of feel like they have to protect it yeah so i do find a lot of cancers tend to fall into that you they care so much that they don't care at all mentality Mm -hmm. it's like a coping mechanism for them exactly yeah Mm -hmm. and so i tend to find like a lot of cancers kind of present that to the world Mm -hmm. because it also like someone explained it to me once perfectly where they're like they would love to sit down and hear your entire life story Mm -hmm. but they can't take that on yeah like when they listen to your story they will feel it so deeply like it was their own experience that sometimes they're just like i can't listen to it Mm -hmm. and i think that's another aspect that plays into that yeah Uh, like they really are self-preservation of like i can't take this on yeah yeah um and another thing too is in regards to that as well, I use, like, the scissors analogy of, like, cutting ties, cutting strings in relationships to the water signs because mm-hmm. they all do it differently. Um, but the whole thing with cancer and cutting, you know, people off or cutting, you know, relationships or burning bridges is if a cancer can sit there and feel like you they're going to get hurt by someone, they will cut it off before it rides it out. Mm-hmm. So, like, the best example I could give is if you're in a relationship with a cancer... And, you know, come September, like, 
you're moving off to college and it's going to be long distance and that cancer believes that like I don't know like I'm scared they're not going to mm-hmm. last like I'm going to get hurt they most likely would take the route of let's break up now yeah they don't want to spend the summer together and like have these great memories because it already hurts them so much mm-hmm. at that point that they're like no I'd rather just deal with it now like let's cut it off yeah it's all self-preservation it's all like coping and all yeah. Of that mm-hmm. yeah 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 and they're very uh trustworthy a lot of the time Mm -hmm. too because of that sentimentality factor so I think like uh cancers crave a lot of connection yeah and all of that and so they they don't want to lose that factor so they crave that trust and stuff so they are like Mm -hmm. they're great secret keepers and all of that a lot of the time a hundred percent yeah okay so Leo's Leo's (laughs) Leo's (laughs) Mostly. <laughs> so they're represented by the lion. They're another fire sign as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what I find with like Leos is like Jade said, they're the lion. So I think they're very prideful. And sometimes when people hear the word pride, they think, you know, more negative connotations. Like egotistical and yeah. stuff. But that's not always the case. Yeah. It can be the case, but it's not always the case. Um, what I find with Leos, and I've noticed this with like a lot of traits, is... They're very, very confident, but they're also very, very insecure. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, if you ask a Leo and be like, scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the most confident, you know, Beyonce level in the world, how confident are you? They'll usually be between like 7 to 10, mm-hmm. maybe sometimes 6. Um, but then you go on and ask them like, how insecure are you? And they'll usually match it. So mm-hmm. usually if they're like, oh, I'm an eight confident, their insecurity is usually eight or in that kind of ballpark. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a lot of like fake it till you make it. They mm-hmm. don't really want to show it. Um, so like they'll very much on the outside be like, I have my shit together. I can lead. There are a lot of like, they get, they're in a lot of leadership positions and a lot of people tend to follow them because they are very charismatic and mm-hmm. they give off this vibe that they know what they're doing. You can trust them, you know, like yeah exactly absolutely it, it, it is that confidence factor that mm-hmm. they take into everything with them of just like you know what this is who i am this is who i'm gonna be and i think that their their insecurity often gives them that like fake reputation mm-hmm. a lot of the times which is unfortunate because it's really just like they're just trying dude mm-hmm. we're all just trying dude yeah yeah another thing i find with leos too is um I, I don't know like the right way to word this, but like they tend to be very like showing flashy. Mm-hmm. Um which like obviously humans, like you're always gonna get the type that are very like brag like they love to brag, they love to show off and be mm-hmm. like, Look how good I am. But most times it's just they're really proud of their accomplishments. Yeah. And so they do like sharing that and showing that. And like sometimes that is just easily translated into, you know, tangible things, whether it be like designer brands or look at my nice car or look at my house or like look at my degree like mm-hmm. they're they just take a lot of pride in what they do in life and what mm-hmm. they accomplish that they do like showing it off yeah definitely and it i think it's also kind of a manifestation of how they deal with their anxiety as well mm-hmm. of like they they like to at least make their lives look presentable whether that's on instagram or like they do that through fashion mm-hmm. or makeup sort of thing because they're they're so worried on the inside that they're like at least if i look like i have it all together then it's okay and nobody mm-hmm. else will sense that off of me which ups mm-hmm. their confidence as well yeah exactly like i think of like when people say leo i think of sean mendes immediately mm-hmm. and like sean mendes is such the epitome of a leo because he look at him like he dresses nice he like is very caring he loves people like but then you look into 
and then you read on these interviews and he's so open about how insecure he was and it's just it's that constant inner battle that he doesn't ever really show but then i do also find leo's like when they feel comfortable they are open about it yeah definitely yeah because i think and that's probably the the fire element playing into it as well of just like they're they're cool making those impulsive decisions sort of thing Mm -hmm. but then a lot of the times they're like oh no did i just burn myself Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think leos are fireworks Mm -hmm. i definitely Uh, see that yeah and it's like ain't that beautiful too and it is that whole like the confidence and the presence of willing to take out take up space and like command a room sort of thing mm-hmm. um and it's the colors it's the flamboyance yeah. it's the presentation it's the show it's the entertainment absolutely and like another thought when it comes to leos too is you know going back to the lion like group mentality mm-hmm. they're usually the leadership role they also are very big on taking care of their people or their tribe or mm-hmm. their group or their family um so it very much is like you're only as strong as your weakest link like they will nurture they will take care they'll make sure that like they're the definition of like if i'm winning my whole team's winning yeah i'm bringing up like like david dobrik mm-hmm, mm-hmm. david fucking dobrik Absolutely. like literally so famous took nally Ilya, all his friends from his hometown like move them out like they're all winning mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah yeah like Leos would make great stage moms and not the traditional stage mom of like cringy living vicariously through their kids. Like genuine, like want their kids to succeed, like would be great. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very much so. (laughs) We love our Virgos. We do love our Virgos. (laughs) I find with with Virgos that I know, they tend to be very like analytical, Mm -hmm. very perfectionist, very goal orientated, very driven. And because of that, they get a lot of anxiety sometimes yeah, from it. Yeah, definitely. Um, like, I find a lot of them are very type A personalities. Mm-hmm. Um, which might not always manifest in the classic, like, like high-strong, like, everything's in its place. Mm-hmm. But it manifests in nothing's ever good enough for them. In mm-hmm. the fact of, like, today I'm going to do, like, 5K run. Mm-hmm. They do their 5K run. They're like, okay, tomorrow I'm doing 10K. Yeah. Like, they're always trying to push the ceiling and, like, yeah. yeah. there's a lot of drive there for sure. Mm-hmm. And I think that, uh, like you were saying, a lot of that plays into anxiety of, like, failing or, like, stopping and then slowing down and stalling. Yeah, like, a lot of the Virgos that come to mind when I'm thinking of them, I think of Beyonce. Like, mm-hmm. classic, classic example, but, like, genuinely... Beyonce just constantly is, you know, working to level up, like, mm-hmm. next, 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 like, what can I do next? What can I do with my brand? How can I expand it? How can I branch into this new, like, mm-hmm. industry? Um, I remember my friend Jess, like, made the analogy of, like, Virgos also do kind of have this duality of, they, they like to, you know, conquer new land, so it's the idea that, uh, take Beyonce, for example, like, during the day, she can be in this elegant white dress singing at the White House and be labeled the most elegant woman in America or whatever. And then that night, she's literally, like, half-naked on stage talking about how Jay-Z jizzed on her dress that night or something. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's the duality of that because they love, you know, expanding mm-hmm. and being the best in whatever they expand yeah. into. And I think that comes from their analytical side. Like, it's a direct correlation sort of thing because Virgos are so good at paying attention. Mm-hmm. And because of that, like, a lot of really great artists have Virgo in their chart somewhere because it keeps them driven, it keeps them motivated and working, but also it's that art of being able to step back and look at the world that they're living in. Mm-hmm. And that's why also, like, a lot of Virgos are starers. Like, <laughs> um, 
I, so many of my Virgo friends, if they like zone out for a second, they're literally like fully staring down somebody else. And I have to be like, dude, that's, that's kind of weird. You should probably <laughs> bring probably it back here. Back. Yeah, exactly. Uh, eyes up here. <laughs> right over here. Right over here. I am the spotlight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what an Aries thing of me to say. <laughs> I was going to say Leo to Virgos be like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, they do sometimes get the reputation of like, oh, well, I told you so. Like they're they're that kind of friend every once in a while, mm-hmm. just for the fact of they they do they put a lot of effort into helping the people that they care about because it's like yeah they're willing to spend the time on you they are willing to learn new things for you sort of thing mm-hmm. but then if you don't show them that appreciation back then they get hurt by it mm-hmm. and then it's like okay well I did all of this for you and uh, I did this all yeah, for you <laughs> exactly and it's like had you just followed my advice. I would have been right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do find, I think I want Virgos in my life because I find mm-hmm. that they do push you to be the best version of yourself, though. They do. Because they don't settle. Yeah. And you're like, okay. Uh, Virgos are undeniably, like, 100% trees. You know those really, really old, huge trees that just go mm. up and up and up sort of yeah. thing? And because I kind of see that as, like, the observing side of... Virgo as well so it's like we're working on both ends with the same metaphor yeah of like they they have been there for so long and they see above everything I do I do see that yeah yeah y'all are trees (laughs) Lorax speaks for you (laughs) (laughs) they're they're good people to have around largely for the fact of like they're so they're so good at managing their own time that they Mm -hmm. know exactly how much they can give you Mm -hmm. and so you get like a very good understanding of your relationship to a Virgo sort of thing because they're like yep I can spend this much time on you or I can spend this much of my energy on you and mm-hmm. then I'm maxed out so you're just like okay we have like really clear communication that's great mm-hmm. yeah yeah very true Virgo we love the Virgos we do next we're on to Libra Libra <laughs> <laughs> another air sign Mm -hmm. and Libras are represented by the scales so it's all about finding balance in the world fairness justice they're very big on like everyone is equal um especially when it comes to their life Mm -hmm. uh all aspects of your life whether it be family work love relationships you know if one of those is out of balance and their whole world goes out of balance and Mm -hmm. they try their hardest to bring it back into balance sometimes without even people noticing like yeah I think that's a big thing that I noticed. They're also, like, very indecisive. Yes, yeah. And I think that, like, those two are perfectly related sort of thing because mm-hmm. they they also get the rep- reputation of being, like, flighty or, mm-hmm. uh, like, noncommittal sort of thing because they dip their toes into all of these different aspects of their life but, like, hesitate to fully dive into one even if it's needed in that moment just because they don't want to lose touch with all of those other aspects of mm-hmm. themselves. Yeah, exactly. Like, when I think Libra, I think Kim Kardashian's the perfect example of it. Um, I mean, do we all remember the 72-day <laughs> wedding with Chris Humphreys? Um, but then even just look at her and Kanye, and Kanye's a Gemini, so they're perfect matches. But it's even the thing of Libra is ruled by the planet Venus, which is the planet of love. So you tend to find a lot of Libras are very, like, hopeless romantics. Like, they love love. They thrive in relationships. But it's really hard for them to get into it because... Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the example of like we all hold single cards when we're not in a relationship and when you choose to get in a relationship you're choosing to give up that card Mm -hmm. Libras 
hate that. And it's because it's very much like the grass is greener on the other side mentality of like, because we, I was going to say because we, (laughs) my Venus is in Libra, my love is in Libra, but like when the option of getting into relationships on the table, it's very much like, I have this idea of what I want my life to be, what I want my future relationship to be. Could this person meet that? Mm-hmm. And, like, you will never know until you're actually in the relationship, until you're actually dating. But that fear is so overwhelming because they're so indecisive. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, go back and forth. They're, like, oh, my gosh, should I? Should I not? Should I not? Like, and it's just a huge thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then another huge trait that plays into that is that Libras are very often like people pleasers like they're very social and they Mm -hmm. want to be liked by everybody that they meet as well um so sometimes like they can lose sight of themselves in their people pleasing tendencies and all of that and because they're so indecisive it's just like okay well if this person needs that from me then it's obvious like i'll just i'll just take that route sort of thing but then they're like oh wait is that actually what i wanted or am i just like trying to be liked by this person Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah I do find on that note though people pleasers obviously it's good always to find boundaries but I do find like the most giving and nice people I know mm-hmm. are Libras yeah like I've heard the phrase if you hear like this is the nicest guy ever he tends to be a Libra mm-hmm. um it's just that whole thing of like they love people they want to give to people they're usually yeah. very like extroverted and like love socializing too mm-hmm. um which also comes with that air sign of just like they like floating around having a lot of options yeah Libras um, are also just, like, they're the sweet little light breeze, you know? Yeah, the one that's, like, especially beach days. Yeah. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Oh. And, like, it that analogy fits with, like, their people pleaser, too, of just, like, you're getting a little too hot. Here's a light breeze for you. <laughs> it's it's very, you know, the, the miscongeniality quote of just, like, my favorite date's April 25th because you just need a light jacket. Libra's the reason that you only need a light jacket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have Amy. <laughs> yeah, I'm the whole sign. Yeah. We have Scorpios, which I always find hard talking about because I can never tell if when I'm talking to a Scorpio, if I'm telling them actual Scorpio traits or if I'm being biased because I'm a Scorpio. Mm-hmm. What, how would you describe Scorpio, Jade? <laughs> well, I mean, like the basics of it is Scorpio is a water sign and it is represented by the scorpion. Mm-hmm. Hence the name. <laughs> <laughs> hence most of these names. Yeah, yeah. Um... I think if I were to equate Scorpio to, like, a body of water, it'd be a lake. Mm, yeah. Because it's the thing of, like, it is it is bordered, it is still water, so it's not, like, moving or anything, but it's really deep. Like, <laughs> scary deep. You do not get to see the bottom of the Scorpio. <laughs> yeah. And exactly on that point, it's the whole thing of, like, they tend to be very mysterious mm-hmm. uh very intuitive yes they love uh, they're usually observers i find that they're kind of cautious a bit when entering situations because they love you know analyzing situations analyzing people and then when they feel confident or they feel like they have enough information that's when they really dive in mm-hmm. um and just on the mysterious element is the fact that they don't like revealing too much yeah. too soon yeah so they that's goes back to the whole thing of like most of your Scorpios are probably like will ask you questions and want to learn everything about you and then you kind of are sitting here probably listening to this podcast being like I don't know how much I know about them mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. like I think Rachel McAdams Leo DiCaprio like both really big names in Hollywood mm-hmm. 
but like how much do we actually know about their personal yeah, life I mean, like do you know what I mean yeah. like that's the perfect example is the fact that like you feel like you know everything about them but then when you really sit they're like two private people uh-huh. Rachel McAdams had a kid and no one knew about it yeah nobody no one knew. has even seen the kid yeah right mm-hmm. the one thing with Scorpios you do gotta watch out for going back to the Scorpion analogy most times um like think of how a scorpion attacks it's like they observe they observe observe and then when they choose to attack they really do shoot to kill Mm -hmm. that is something that is very common with scorpios i find is because they have observed situations they understand people they don't want to hurt you but if they feel cornered or upset or emotional or whatever it is they will know exactly like which button to push they'll Mm -hmm. know exactly what to say and it could be like deadly yeah like they've spent all this time sort of stockpiling this information on you whether Mm -hmm. that is like good bad or ugly Mm -hmm. and then they are really able to just like nope (laughs) Mm -hmm. um and you know scorpios have a typical association with like revenge or getting revenge sort of thing Mm -hmm. but i know that we've talked about this before and you find it more so as like your your revenge at least is just cutting people off it's a a very much you're dead to me sort of yeah mine is like that's the thing there's this myth around scorpios and i mean if you're a scorpio like let me know if this is true to you because who knows but there's a whole myth where it's like like Scorpios are Satan. Scorpios mm-hmm. are revengeful. Like we literally like at night our bedtime routine is like doing our satanic ritual to and like mm-hmm. getting the voodoo dolls out and everything. <laughs> and like what I find is I don't have time for that. <laughs> if I feel wrong by you or hurt by you, I won't even put the energy into crafting something up to get back to you just because A that's toxic, B like there's better things to do better yourself uh go to therapy or journal or do something Mm -hmm. but I do find it goes back to if there's toxic people in my life instead of getting back at them I literally just cut them out and then I just don't even give them the energy yeah which some people find that's more insulting Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. I'm like no (laughs) it's better I don't know I have better things to do Scorpio's invented ghosting (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) genuinely uh now we're on to Sagittarius our little wanderers. Little wanderers. <laughs> How sweet. How sweet. We got our another fire sign. Mm-hmm. Our last fire sign. Yeah. Wow. The most common association with Sagittarius is that they're they're travelers, sort of thing. Like even as Amy was saying just now, like the little wanderers and stuff. But that's not necessarily true all the time. Mm-hmm. Like I know so many Sagittarians that are like. I'm so painfully introverted and I'm such a homebody and like I don't really care about seeing the entire world. I find that Sagittarius are more prone to seeking out like adventures in their life and Mm -hmm. having stories to tell. Yeah I find they're very experience based Mm -hmm. and experience driven um, which just in this day and age it's so easy to tie experiences and growth with traveling mm-hmm. um, but it's exactly what you said it's just the fact that they they don't usually do well in a nine-to-five job because they want to wake up and do something different mm-hmm. and even the ones that are nine-to-five because hey we live in a capitalist society um, it's the case of something as simple as I get off work I'm going to go to this grocery store rather than my usual one mm-hmm. or I'm going to go to my favorite restaurant but I'm going to try something different like yeah. you you'll kind of find the spontaneity mm-hmm. in everyday life Mm-hmm. Um, and even kind of going back to what you're saying about like sometimes there's a lot of introverted Sagittarius this is what's so funny is I do find you tend to get like two sides to one coin you either get Sagittarius that won't stop talking mm-hmm. and I'm talking like 
there's the whole joke of like meet a Sagittarius that has finished their TED talk. I'll wait. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then on the flip side, if you find a more introverted Sagittarius, I find all it really takes is like get them drunk and they're the life of the party. Yeah. They're on the table. They're like dancing, singing. Like it's just, they're kind of wild. Like they're kind of free spirited. They are. More so yeah. is kind of what I'm going for. Um, and like, I mean, the perfect example comes to my mind is Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I think she's the epitome of that, of like, you know, look at all her songs are literally stories and experiences. Mm-hmm. And it's like she says it's her own personal diary. And I mean, if you listen to Folklore, I haven't got the chance to. But like, it just always gives off that whimsical, like, I'm the main character kind of vibe. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? That's, that's very Sagittarius <laughs> that is, is I'm the main character. Uh-huh. Yeah. For Sagittarius, also just because of like their, their quirky storytelling side, I think that they're bonfires. Mm-hmm. On the flip side too of Sagittarius is what I do notice is um I I do nickname them the like the humanitarian side. Mm-hmm. The humanitarian sign in the fact of um like obviously we're all humans. We all hopefully have empathy. Mm-hmm. But I find that they kind of take on a more worldly empathy in regards yeah. to they want to help fix the world's problems. The news is hard mm-hmm. for them. Like a lot of activists usually tend to be Sagittarius's and they'll dedicate their life to like changing the world or making it better or having a positive impact Mm -hmm. um and I mean like going back to Taylor Swift obviously she has the means and the platform to do so but like a lot of her career has been based around you know raising awareness for sexual assault survivors LGBTQ plus rights like Mm -hmm. she does a lot of humanitarian work yeah like they're they're very grateful for all the experiences that they have had and they just want to share that, like, give that back to mm-hmm. where they came from. And, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So sweet. Ooh. Apparently, they're also my perfect match. So, like, hit Jade up. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I, like, already want to retract that statement. <laughs> but that's just my Aries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we're on to Capricorn. The goat. <laughs> that. Um... <laughs> Yeah, dude, go go off on the Capricorns. Uh, so Capricorn is our last Earth sign. Um, Capricorns get such a bad rep, mm-hmm. like such a bad rep. I feel like a lot of Earth signs do in general, um, but it's largely because Capricorns are so driven. Like they're known as the very hardworking sign. They're very diligent. They're very career orientated, mm-hmm. and I think that because of that, like a lot of the more social signs will look at that and be like, oh, well, you're so focused on your career that you can't possibly balance friendships at the same time or, like, romantic relationships even. Um, but it's, like, Capricorns have so much drive that they they really just want to, like, take care of that one aspect of their life and make sure that they're set up and solid in that. Mm-hmm. And then they'll start diving into the next one and then to the next one and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sitting here in my mind and I'm like... What's a celebrity I know that's a Capricorn that I can relate it to? And, like, Timothy Chalamet. hmm Literally, where the fuck did this kid come from? Yeah. Like, I just remember seeing, like, trailers for Call Me By Your Name. And then all of a sudden, like, a year later, how the hell did he have enough time to put out, like, five movies yeah. that he was starring in that would have been, like, three to five months? For, like, do you know what I mean? Like, the, to me, I'm like, he literally was just, like, banger after banger after banger, like... Literally Capricorn energy. Fucking Timberland Calibo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's what I think of. 
And there's probably so many more, like, CEOs mm-hmm. are big with Capricorns, because obviously, like, work, work, work. And yeah. there's probably so many more celebrities I'm thinking of, but that's the first one that kind of came to mind. Mm-hmm, hmm <laughs> So Capricorns are absolute units. <laughs> Ain't no mountain <laughs> high enough. Yeah, no, they're absolutely mountains. Mm-hmm. Like, so sturdy, so present, you know? Yeah. And I think it's that thing where it's like when you look at mountains, you kind of get intimidated because mm-hmm. you're kind of amazed that, you know, Mother Nature and the Earth created things that they were this tall and then we yeah. all decided to climb it. But yeah. like, <laughs> and even just like, Jane and I were talking about this because back in Calgary, there's like a famous mountain that a lot of people hike, which is Howling Peak. Mm-hmm. And the story behind Howling oh, Peak I is so it. funny, which I feel yeah. like this man, mad Capricorn energy. Uh huh. So basically, it's like there was a bunch of of people that were deciding on the name of this mountain and then there was this older like Chinese man and they all kind of went up to the old Chinese man and they were like hey if you can climb this mountain and come back we'll name it after you and he did mm-hmm. Howling Peak folks Howling Peak there you go <laughs> yeah. yeah now we're on to our Aquarius babies uh, our little alien friends <laughs> literally I remember when everyone wanted to storm Area 51 last year I was like why is storm Area 51 you can just date an Aquarius and that is coming from personal experience oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man there is the good old saying of Aquarius men are trouble <laughs> yes 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 Okay, so Pisces. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Aww. I'm kidding. Going back Aww. to Aquarius. Yeah. So uh, Aquarius, we they are very typically associated with aliens and stuff because they want to be unique. Like they want to be out of this world and something that hasn't been done before or seen before. They're like they're very trailblazy, mm-hmm. similar to Aries, but they're more like I just want to trailblaze for myself. Yes, and they they tend to do it without even realizing they're doing it, just because yeah. they're like, well, I'm here, and this is what I feel in this moment. Like go back to air sign, like moment to moment, like don't like being tied down. Like one moment they're like, yeah, I like being at this bar, and then the next moment they're like, Irish goodbye. Mm-hmm. Personal experience. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like, yeah, I don't need to be here anymore, so I'm not gonna be here anymore. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and like. Aquarius usually do have a very good relationship to themselves and like their their own intuition I guess of like but largely in relation to themselves like very in tune with what they like what they don't like and even moment to moment it's easier for them to pick up like their own physical and mental cues Mm -hmm. of how to take care and sustain themselves Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um because of that a lot of Aquarius also run into the problem of taking things very personally because they're so like in their own heads and in tune that they like everybody assumes that other people treat people the way that they want to be treated sort of thing and so with the Aquarius treating everyone else like that they also run into the assumption that like oh well if this person doesn't want to hang out with me it's because of me like it's it's them not wanting to hang out with me because I'm not good enough for them or that sort of mm-hmm. thing like something along that narrative as opposed to the fact of like oh I don't know maybe they're just feeling sick or maybe they figured out they had errands to run today and they just can't mm-hmm. make it work yeah like kind of on that note too they kind of fall into very like self-preservation mode mm-hmm. and I think it's it's a good thing because it's a lot of Aquarius's I know are on that level of like if they start to overthink they're like okay what do I need for myself and sometimes that comes into like 
I'm, I'll put up walls mm-hmm. or I'm going to really cling on to this mantra or this manifestation or going to the gym or like something like they're very quick to be like, I don't feel well mm-hmm. or I don't feel good emotionally, mentally, physically, whatever. And they're like, okay, what can I do to not? How do I get out of here? Yeah. How do I get out of how here? How do I what? Irish goodbye? Like, yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. And I mean, like, I have two examples in my mind. One is actually a Pisces Aquarius, but I do get a lot of a strong Aquarius from her is Rihanna. Mm-hmm. obviously like look at her entire career like look at her literally like first things first I'm not looking for a man mm-hmm. like literally queen icon like top of the game in music now branch into Fenty Beauty is doing a furniture I'm pretty sure now too yeah. like she's literally is the epitome of just live my life for me I'm doing my thing like mm-hmm. take it or leave it my way or the highway she does have a little more of that emotional side from Pisces, which we'll get into in our next sign. Mm-hmm. Um, but another one that thought of is now an up-and-comer. But if you've watched Outer Banks, Kiara, Madison Bailey, similar fucking vibes. Mm-hmm. She, like, if you really, like, I don't know if you listening follow Outer Banks or if you are, but, like, I say, even just go look up her Instagram. Like, oh, you can tell. You can tell. And mm-hmm. she's very, like, proud of it. But it's the whole thing of, like... She's very openly, like, LGBTQ. She's pansexual. And she never hides that, which, like, you shouldn't feel like you have to. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, look at Hollywood where, like, there's been so much stigma with it of, like, hide it until you're big. She came into it being, like, I'm queer and I'm proud and I'm, like, like, good fucking good. Like, Mm -hmm. good for her. I'm so, like, it's amazing to have that role model for people. Yeah, definitely. And it's, I'm so excited for, like, the future of, like, this, like, representation. But, like, she is so herself and she's very, like, bad boss energy of, like, mm-hmm. take it or fucking leave it. Yeah, and you know I mean? Aquarius do usually make very good, like, managers or bosses sort mm-hmm. of thing because they're so confident in who they are. In the least offensive way possible, <laughs> Aquariuses are kind of like hurricanes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, very much like a, <laughs> I'm a hurricane, watch out everyone else. <laughs> good luck everyone else. Uh-huh. Of, like, they're they're setting their own path, and I don't think that they're intentionally destructive, but they will take up however much space they need. Yeah. I think it... I view it more as, like, they have the eye of the storm, which is them, where they're kind of like, okay, I know what's going on. This is me. This is mm-hmm. what I'm rooted in. And then, you know, they're not afraid to do their own thing. Yeah. And absolutely. I think the hurricane is more... Re- is more a resemblance of like how much they can impact the world mm-hmm. in a good or a bad way. I'm not saying hurricanes are good, but like mm-hmm. you have the power if whether it's good or bad is up to you. Yeah, like they're they're setting out to disrupt the norm. Yes, for sure. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. that's what it is. Disrupt. Hurricane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Now we're on to our little fishes, Pisces. Little fish, fish. Yeah. Aww. Aww, Pisces are so sweet. Babies. <laughs> yeah. Like I mentioned with Rihanna, she is a Pisces Aquarius cusp. You do get a lot of the Aquarius, so I, I almost think that there's probably more in her chart. Mm-hmm. But with Pisces, they are very whimsical, imaginative, intuitive, daydreamy. Mm-hmm. Like, they are so sweet. They're so emotional because they're water signs, obviously. Yeah. Um. But I find they're so, like, sky's the fucking limit. Mm -hmm. Like, you almost kind of have to bring them down to earth a few times. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, They are also very indecisive. Mm -hmm. uh, Because if you look at the sign, the fishes are going opposite ways. Mm -hmm. Similar to Libra. Like, I, my moon sign is a Pisces. And I was thinking back to when I was a child. Holy fuck, I could not make a decision to save my life. To the point of, like, I 
would be at home and my dad would be like, I'm going to the grocery store. Do you want to come or go? And I remember I would look at them and be like, you have to make a decision for me because yeah, it caused me that yeah. much anxiety uh-huh. because, and I don't know if it was like grass is greener. And I, I think it came back from this mindset of like, actually, yeah, I think it was grass mm-hmm. is greener of like, I want to make the best decision for me to be the most happiest. And like, what if I make the wrong decision? Mm-hmm. I like really had to grow out of that. No, absolutely. And I think a lot of that comes from the, the go with the flow energy of Pisces mm-hmm. sort of thing. So it's like, if you were to equate it to a body of water, like we've talked about this, it'd probably be a river mm-hmm. of like, there is a there is a current in there and when there's no current the water is so still mm-hmm. you know yeah and that's kind of how pisces are like they also share people pleasing tendencies with libras mm-hmm. that sort of thing of like they're they're genuinely okay with doing whatever so long as they're happy it's very much like you kind of have to take care of them and guide them mm-hmm. and they do get overwhelmed really easily yeah and i think it's like they they love that ethereal de- daydreamy plane and they mm-hmm. love existing in that where everything mm-hmm. is simple and fun and that is a big thing with pisces is that they tend to romanticize everyday life yes into this like picturesque flowy dreamland mm-hmm. and because of that like they they can get really disappointed with reality yeah <laughs> and so that's why they just continue to exist in dreamland yeah yeah because also if you think about it going back to you know when we were talking about Aries being the first seven years of life like representing the ages like zero to seven sort of thing that means that Pisces are like in the hundreds so like they they really do just exist in the stratosphere sort of thing and they just kind of float above life yeah well that is all folks (laughs) if you had to guess our signs based off of like literally everything that we have ever said before this and excluding the fact that y'all know what our actual signs are what would you guess for us yeah i think my favorite thing to do is jay and i did it once go to our instagrams Mm -hmm. like our personal ones and then take a guess at what you think it was because we've done that for ourselves and others and it's definitely very different than what we actually are yeah yeah we've done that for like celebrities too before and i almost wonder like is that their rising sign maybe and that's Mm -hmm. how they kind of present to the world yeah Mm -hmm. see you next week Have fun.